Hello, my dear listeners. Welcome back to another episode of The AI Apprentice. Today, we're diving into the mesmerizing world of normalizing flow models. But first, a quick joke. Why did the neural network go back to school? To improve its learning rate. All right, all right. That's really bad, I know. Let's get started. Uh, Imagine you're in a magical village. You're walking around and then you stumble upon a mysterious shop. Let's call it Jacob's. Inside, there's an old man with a peculiar machine labeled Flow, which stands for Finding Likeliness of Watercolors. Uh, You give him your favorite painting and the machine spits out random numbers. But when those numbers are fed back into the machine, ah voila, your paintings are back. And with the chime of a bell, new paintings, similar in style but unique emerge. It's magic, right? Well, in the world of AI, this magic is called normalizing flow models. Now, let's break it down. We've previously discussed generative models like VAEs, GANs, and autoregressive models. Each has its charm. But today's star, the normalizing flow model, is like the Swiss army knife of generative models. It kind of borrows the best from its cousins and adds a sprinkle of its own magic. Imagine you have this really complex jigsaw puzzle uh, representing a complex data distribution. Now, wouldn't it be easier if we could just transform this jigsaw into a much simpler one, say a four-piece puzzle? That's what normalizing flow models aim to do. They map complex data into simpler distributions. It's like turning a stormy sea into a calm pond. But here's the catch. This transformation must be reversible, like turning that calm pond back into the crazy stormy sea. So let's look at the technical bit. To achieve this, we use a technique called change of variables. Think of it as a magic spell that reshapes our jigsaw puzzle. But like all spells, it comes with rules. This is where the Jacobian determinant comes in. It's like a magical compass that ensures all the transformations we do don't lose or gain any of the pieces they they need. Um, However, there's a dragon we might slay. Calculating the Jacobian determinant for high dimensional data is like counting grains of sand on a beach. And designing a sort of reversible function is like asking a dragon to dance. But fear not, our knight in shining armor is this thing that's called real MVP. It stands for real valued, non-volume preserving transformations. And You know, in these sort of scenarios, it comes to our rescue. It ensures our transformations are both reversible and computationally friendly. So in essence, normalizing flow models are like these magical machines that can transform complex paintings into simple numbers and back. Um, They also, you know, have this ability to create these new masterpieces as well, which makes them fascinating. They bridge between the world of complex data and simpler, understandable distributions. So to wrap up, 
Understanding and mastering normalizing flow models is crucial because it gives us this powerful and flexible approach to generative modeling. They're being used in very various industries from creating virtual art galleries to simulating really complex systems in physics. So the next time you see this mesmerizing piece of digital art or some kind of realistic simulation, remember, there might be normalizing flow models working its magic behind the scenes. So that's it for today's um I wouldn't say deep dive, but like uh, we've sort of just scratched the surface of normalizing flow models. My dear listeners, remember in the world of AI, always go with the flow, the normalizing flow. <laughs>